determining how you at your very core define boundaries, then allows you to set those boundaries externally. So you have to start the internal work to do the external work. Well, welcome everybody. You are listening to Connect, Inspire, Create, and I am your host, Carol Clegg. Join me as we discuss a variety of topics on this show, including entrepreneurial insights, tips and tools for the business journey, growth mindset, motivation, and mental fitness. Get ready for valuable insights that will empower and motivate you on your business journey. Let's dive in together and find inspiration to create our own success in midlife entrepreneurship. my new listeners. Hello and welcome. I am so glad that you've chosen to spend some time with us. I know there are a host of other podcasts to listen to. So thank you for being here. In this episode, we are going to explore the topic of setting boundaries, navigating the hurdles that come with building your own business. And additionally, we are going to discuss practical steps that you can take to ensure that your business aligns with your lifestyle that you are aspiring to achieve. So let me introduce my guest today, Heather Roberts. Hi, Heather. Welcome. Good morning. Hey, Carol. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here and be able to participate. I am really looking forward to this conversation because I am going to read Heather's bio to you with so much wonderful experience um, that I can see why this has led you to be in that mentorship um, and the boundary setting. But let me tell you, my listeners, a little bit about Heather. So she is a successful entrepreneur and business mentor who specializes in helping high-achieving women create a business that aligns with their busy lifestyle. With over 16 years of experience in building and exiting successful seven-figure businesses, including RSG Sales, an e-commerce agency, and e-by-design, a top five pillow supply with Wayfair. Does that mean you get to sleep with the most comfortable pillows in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it means my house looks good. (laughs) (laughs) So Heather brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to the table. Her approach involves implementing efficient systems, ensuring the right team dynamic, so important, and focusing on revenue-generating activities, while also offering guidance on prioritizing your personal needs and overcoming limiting beliefs. Heather is passionate about helping women customize their lives and their businesses to fit their unique needs and desires. In her Boundary Line VIP program, she teaches extraordinary women how to beat burnout and find balance. Heather is also the host of the podcast, Boundaries, Business and Boobs, for women leaders who are looking to break free from traditional expectations and find time for themselves. That just, I reading your bio, Heather, just sounds so important and exactly what women need when they are stretching out and wondering what to do. So looking back at these 16 years of successfully building businesses and now taking that knowledge and wisdom into being a business mentor, when or why did you decide to combine boundaries and business mentorship? Great question. It's because you can't have a happy life or a successful business without them. 
really, and it's, it's not sexy, it's not cool, but it's at the core of everything. Um, and so that's, that's really what I realized and not just in my own self and my own journey, but with my clients and colleagues, that's the thing, you know, when, when it came to time of they're having a problem, either in their business or their personal life, it, I honest to God, nine times out of 10, it's because they didn't have a boundary in place. Mm, and that would lead me to advice. Of course, everybody's going to want to know because you do hear this. We need boundaries, but many struggle with deciding how far out those boundaries are, how yeah. close they need to be, how frequent. So what advice do you have for our women listeners, our business owners on setting boundaries? And then obviously there are hurdles and we need to kind of jump over those hurdles and come back to the boundary. Yeah. So I think that the best place to start is by defining what boundaries actually means to you. Mm. And it's different for every single person, Agreed. but that gives you your starting place, right? So for instance, for me, I define boundaries as my, the, my backyard. So in my backyard, we have a fence that goes around it and, you know, we have, obviously we have a pool and we have the outdoor space and all that stuff, but we also have a gate. And so my fence keeps out all the critters that I do not want in my backyard, but my gate allows me to bring in the, the things and the people that are serving and helping. It also says, bye-bye, it's time to go. Right. So, you know, so it means that they're always changing. It's not static and they don't have to be rigid. And I think that's what people, when they think of boundaries, they think of, I have to be this staunch, rigid thing. And, you know, that's not the case. Like that just life changes. It can change right. day to day. It can change year to year. And so mm. determining how you, at your very core, define boundaries, then allows you to set those boundaries externally. So you have to start the internal work to do the external work. Right. And would you say, I'm just as I'm listening to you, and I love that visual of the, you know, the outside fence, the gate, the coming and going. Do you start your morning by deciding within a day what boundaries need to be in place? Or is it a general attitude? It is a general attitude. Um and it comes down to so so some key areas that you need boundaries. This is both personal and professional lives. Mm-hmm. Communication. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so understanding. <laughs> right. 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 So like communication. Um, how are you going to speak to and treat other other humans? You know, how do you want that to be handled back? If someone is going to ask you to do something, you know, make sure that you um are like open to it, right? If somebody says, you know, hey, Heather, I, you know, I do you mind, I'll give this a personal example. It's my mom. Hey, do you mind coming and picking your dad up and taking him to XYZ appointment at this time? Some days it's, yeah, absolutely, mom, I can do that. Other mm-hmm. days is, you know, mom, I really wish I could. However, I have an appointment at myself at that time. I have a meeting or whatever. Right. So it's just always having clear communication. And right. I, yeah, I think that's so important because sometimes people's feelings get hurt. And that's right. where it comes in with that boundary. Right. But if you explain the reasoning behind something, I think that, and listen, yeah. that that helps put yeah. that message across. Another, like a good example is, you know, during, so I don't work Mondays and I don't work Fridays and I don't work before 10 o'clock in the morning. Perfect. perfect. That is perfect example. Like, so for me, 
those are boundaries, mm-hmm. right? My husband and I were the co- you know co-founders of our agency, RSG Sales. And so when you worked with your spouse, <laughs> there can be challenges, right? but one of our big things is we put in a, a boundary, you can call it a rule, but around the communication about work. So I could tell you so many times, I, you know, I would open my eyes in the morning or he would. And the first thing out of our mouth was something about work. And I was like, this is not healthy. This has to stop. So now you can't talk about it before 8 a.m. And you can't talk about it after 7 p.m. Wonderful. If for some reason you do need to, like there's life happens, right? Absolutely. You, you have to ask for permission. Hey, I know this is 930. Um, but I really need to ask you this question because I just got home and it affects what I'm doing tomorrow. Do you have the bandwidth for us to talk about this right now? I love that because getting, you know, sharing as opposed to just jumping into a conversation and going, this is the problem and we need to sort it out and I need the answer by tomorrow. It brings that other person, it gives them a yeah. moment to readjust and, right. and be present and the, with you. Exactly. And the flip side of it is we can also say, I don't have the mental bandwidth to do this with you mm. now. How about we talk about it at, you know, and when we wake up in the morning. First thing tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. put it on hold. Yeah. Like I don't, I can't, you know, and, and it's okay. Like that, there's no harm, no feelings hurt, no harm, no foul. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And I know that, so you were starting off with some of those advice and you said communication, which we've covered, which is so vital. Anything else that we need to kind of be aware of when we are, Establishing yeah. our boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, self-worth. Mm-hmm. Self-worth. You know, do not, by by advocating for yourself, like as parents, we teach our children to advocate for themselves, right? Well, as grownups, we have forgotten to do that, especially right. women. So you're, you're not a bad person by advocating for yourself. You have no guilt whatsoever. It doesn't mean someone's going to get mad at you. Those are all things that you were preconditioned to believe. Mm-hmm. The reality of that is usually the complete opposite. Yes. As long as you are able to communicate in a clear, concise, and graceful way. Right. Make sure that you advocate for yourself. And when you, I have a, I have an analogy that that I use. Um, back when we were kids, like preschool, kindergarten, first grade, Mm -hmm. do you remember how, when you got to be the line leader, it was the biggest deal. It was such an honor and it was a privilege. Right. Well, so through the years, we've gone from being that line leader to stepping them one back, two back, three back, four back. And then all of a sudden we realize, wait a minute, there are nine people in front of me in my line of my life. What the heck am I doing here? And so in order to begin that process of the advocation for yourself, you know, you need to take those steps and move up. Move and that's back up really, into leading your line. Love it. your own line leader. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. That's the crux of what I work with women on is right. that we, you've got to be the, the line leader. I love right? that. How to take those steps. I mean, it's such a perfect visual because now as they work with you, you can unpack, well, what do those steps look like to yeah. put you back up in the front exactly. of your life? So. Exactly. So I've created this 10-step framework um, for, for my clients. And we just, we work through everybody's different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the framework isn't a one size fit all at, at, 
at all. Um, but it, it, there's some certain things that kind of seem to run in common. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this leads me to another moment, which I know that a lot of women tend to suffer from. And I think just the process of where we are in this year, but you shared that you had an aha moment when you went, oh, this is burnout. I'm heading to burnout. What was that moment? And what did you do? It was 2018. I was um, still uh, involved in our agency and I had started and I was running full-time e-by e design, my decorative throw pillow company. And um, it was, we were huge and we were growing. Um, and I came home from work one day and I sat down on the end of my bed and I was exhausted and I just started sobbing. And my husband got home a little while later and he was like, comes up because you okay. And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. All I do is work. I hate it. I hate it. And it was like, he was like, and this is not characteristic of me. I am not that, you know? So it was like, okay, so we're going to figure out how to fix it. You're going to be fine. We'll just, you know, and so what did I ended up doing is I uh, ended up putting in the last of the few systems in place with the, the pillow company. And I ended up saying, I want to sell it. And so by the time I hired a business broker, you know, it was kind of like this business in a box that I was able to sell. And it gave me so much <sighs> freedom, you know, peace, right? all of that. Yeah. <sighs> and financial, you know, security, quite frankly, it was a really yes. good, healthy and amazing exit. Right. So it gave me the time to think about, well, what is the next chapter for Heather? What does that look like? How is that going to evolve? And that's where I got to today. Well, that leads me to what practical steps, because as you say, that's where you got to today. I must have imagined that when it was time from that, you know, almost being burnt out and then realizing that must have been a process, what has mm -hmm. to go? What yeah. am I letting go of? What do I need space from? letting go and selling that business? Was there some conflict with that before you got to that happy spot with, you know, right, here it is, hand it to the business broker. Was that a process? Uh, no, I was just so ready. So done. I was, I, yeah. And I was really fortunate from the time we listed the business, we were able to go through due diligence and close it six weeks later because I had been so systems oriented. So I cannot, the amount of joy that I felt, but also fast forward to in March of this year, the company celebrated its 10th anniversary. Fantastic. Well, and that's congratulations really, on what you built. <laughs> so I'm like, that's a really cool feeling. Right. Um, so no, I, it was, it was a, you know, there are ages and stages. And for me, that owning that company was an age and a stage. And it was vital, I think, for my learning and growing as an entrepreneur and a business owner. It really taught me a lot of things. But did that step lead then into where you are now with your business? Was that immediately afterwards? Was there a little bit of time in between? No, there was time. Um, I did some consulting work, um, you know, for for some uh, big home decor companies, things like that. So like, I, I just, I gave myself time. And, you know, it was about a year and a half ago that I started really like some conversations I'd had with colleagues and friends and like 
out to lunch, you know, overhearing things or in the grocery Mm -hmm, store. mm -hmm. And it made me really realize that as female business owners, we have built businesses that were based on a model from the 1950s. And that, you know, women aren't the same as they were in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. No harm, no foul, but life Mm -hmm. was different. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward to now, you know, something like, it's like almost 80% of women work outside of the home or own a business now. Right. And so that's that statistics was completely backwards. You know, in 1950s, 80% of the women stayed home right. and didn't work. So here we are, we're still responsible for all of the things at home and children. And we've built a business that's built on the model from the 1950s that doesn't work for us. Mm-hmm. And so it made me go, oh, okay, wait. I've done this. I know how to do this right. I know how to make it, you know, work. I know what I did wrong. I know how to, you know, restructure companies. I know how to help women feel the empowered and advocate for themselves. And so that was, it was that it was this evolution of just kind of, you know, when I started consulting, I was very, very specific about the, the jobs I would take. You wanted to take on, right. Niching down, which is so important. Yeah. I know that many a time people go, well, we don't need to do that. And I know I'm going a little off track, but it does. It makes you single-minded. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, so for me, it's, it was been, it's kind of a journey. Um, And then, like I said, about a year and a half ago, it just all clicked. Mm, So this ties into one of my last questions for you, which is balancing those family responsibilities is so challenging as you shared. So what piece of advice would you give to somebody who is just feeling stuck and overwhelmed? They have, they want this business that they're creating. They want to do this, but they are feeling guilty with family responsibilities. Where do we go with that? So this is going to surprise most people. A lot of traditional business advice for entrepreneurs is that your first hire should be like a virtual assistant or an EA. No, your first hire needs to be a personal assistant, a cleaning person. It's you need to delegate and hire out those responsibilities at home. You know, I'm sure the, you know, most like don't mow the grass, hire somebody to do that. Don't clean your own toilets hire somebody to do that. You need errands run, hire somebody to do that. Hire a personal assistant or a house manager. Even if it's five hours a week, that five hours is life-changing in mental load. I love that because I just, I can picture that all you then have time for your family and you don't have your family telling you that you're putting your business first and them last. Yeah. Um, because it's that 80, 20, it's like, wow, we, we have gifts and expertise in certain areas. And then they, we want time for relationships. Yeah. Well, and I think it even goes to another level or a different direction than that is when you free up that mental space in your head, you're actually more productive and more um, profitable in your business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of the things I like to say to to clients is, you know, are you paying yourself a hundred dollars to do a $10 task. Right. That's crazy. Right. It's the same thing. Right. So, you know, stop paying hundreds of dollars for $10 tasks. 
Yeah. Delegate it out and hire it. And then you're doing good. You're helping someone else. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you're not fighting something that you really wish you weren't doing. Exactly. (laughs) Which brings back into those positive emotions, um, you know, and feeling those positive emotions, which creates a sense of happiness that we all want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This has been wonderful. How would you describe who your perfect audience is and who would benefit from working with you? I work with women over 40 years old who are business owners and parents, and they have their own businesses and their revenue is above $750,000 a year. Most of the women I work with are over the seven figure mark. Perfect. Wonderful. So for my listeners that you know, I will have, and we'll get to that shortly where to find Heather, but what is the biggest takeaway that you hope the listeners get today? I hope that they define their boundaries and become their own line leader again. Mm, Love that visual. So what upcoming project do you have on your table or what's next for Heather? Yeah. So actually in my own podcast, I'm starting to introduce solo episodes. Previously, I had just interviewed women. Um, So that's exciting. I'm very excited about that. And we also have our... um, one-on-one intensive VIP days. And um, that is where I get to work with absolutely fabulous women. And like I say, become the line leader of their life. (laughs) That is wonderful. So Heather, I have for people to find you um, out on the social media world, I have your LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook links, which I will pop into the show notes. And then Heather does have something for you to grab off her website, which is a list of nine different ways that you can begin talking about boundaries. Because as Heather mentioned earlier, talking about boundaries can be difficult. So these nine prompts can help you take away the fears and frustrations that you might feel when you want to put into place discussing boundaries. And I will have a link to that in the show notes. So thank you, Heather. This has been an inspiring conversation. I'm leaving with this line in my mind. Thank you, Carol. I appreciate it very much. All right. Lovely. So I am your host, Carol Clegg. And as a coach, I help women solopreneurs in midlife overcome procrastination, find balance in their business and cultivate a positive mindset through tailored accountability and mindset coaching integrated with the positive intelligence program. You can confidently step out of overwhelm, know your worth and create a path to success. So thank you for listening. If you have felt inspired by our conversation today, I would love to ask you to share it wherever you love to share your content. And as you step into this week, I encourage you to explore your own way of connecting, inspiring, and creating. And now after talking to Heather to get to the front of that line. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So until the next time, take care. Bye-bye.